Oh, oh you've you been, been recording. <laughs> First and foremost, we want to give a shout out to Morgan, aka Dispatches oh, Podcast. Yeah, we definitely want to do that. And you know, we ain't gonna tell you where you at. We ain't right gonna now. tell you how we got these nice ass mic and this sound now, quality. I'll give you a hint. I am now gonna talk like this because this is <laughs> what a you little talk list. like when you're in a studio. You know, in a yeah. studio provided by public. Funding, no, um, you know, but not that. No, um, no. Just know that we can't plug, tell you where we are. The plug has provided, and we have taken the advice of Work It Festival. Yes, we have decided to make our sound a priority. Make our sound a priority. Um, so we want to make sure that we have the top-notch quality for when we pitch this to become worth, you know, legacies and generations. I'm curious, has anyone said the word nigga in this room? I wonder if the word nigga has been said without fear in this room before. Nigga, 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 nigga. Niggas. What's up, niggas? It's your favorite niggas. About to give you the news and politics of the week, and we missed y'all goddamn, goddamn. Goddamn. And I'm trying to keep my cool about it, but I feel (laughs) the electricity in my motherfucking body right now. Yes. I feel like this is a future. This is a vision right now. This is definitely a future and a vision. I just want to let you know (laughs) that the Black Joy mixtape is a serious news and politics story. Serious news and politics. And, you know, they said, you know, getting a little money, a little access wouldn't change a bitch. But right now I'm letting you know that a bitch They should have never gave you niggas money. Man, I'm putting my feet on the couch. God damn it. Birdman just cussed us out. (laughs) This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you are about to listen to the, the Black, Black Joy, Joy Mixtape. What does it do? Ow! <laughs> Hold on, big babe. That's what I said. Chesh came down and she only chased me bread. Hold on, big babe. That's what I said. Y'all listen, y'all. We've been had a week. We are too good for our britches, bitch. Who the sit down for real? Like we got two mics, not one, (laughs) two, and we ain't at the trap house, girl. I am firmly a hundred feet away from you. The furthest distance I've ever sat while we record. I know, right? And you know, um, y'all, you you might want to live tweet this conversation because it's been a minute since we wax the mic. So make sure you hop on hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of sorts. Jasmine, sit in your chair. Get comfortable. You can be here. You know that, right? I know that, but I just want to be like, what's up? <laughs> I'm, I'm in a studio. <laughs> Wait till I get my money, money right. right. Like, this is how I feel on this mic. <laughs> I feel like this is foreshadowing. Yeah. And this is where you deserve to be. Y'all. We can either whisper. We are making it. Y'all, the Black Joy mixtape is out here surviving and thriving. Your favorite news and politics <laughs> podcast just came back from the working festival. And we found out that. It is not common for teams to just be two goddamn people. Man, <laughs> when they listed out all the motherfucking positions that can go with a podcast, producer, content manager, assistant, Program engineer, manager. engineer, ads manager. I was like, bitch, that's us. We deserve a raise. <laughs> It would take a black woman to go to the library, steal the book from the library, learn how to work the damn computers. Girl, let them know the history of our legacy. (laughs) This is how stars were discovered. This is how we got to the moon. This exact same thing. So we get to this festival and found out that the damn library book that Amber stole on (laughs) how to to start a motherfucking podcast. It's goddamn paying off, goddamn. <laughs> Everybody is shocked and just don't know what to do with us because we're like, yeah, it's just us. Ain't no producer, B. <laughs> I just went we to the, the library and stole the book. <laughs> How to make podcasts. And now we're here. And then I was like, shit, you the high priest of the black joy. I'm the king of the south. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Literally, do it. they was talking about character development and all this shit. This is just who the fuck we are. This is who I am. <laughs> 
when I'm when I'm free. But apparently, this is a whole. You know, it's a lot of people getting paid a lot of money to do this. And uh, man, my that eyes was are open. Can I just shout out first, Taryn Hall? A boom, <laughs> Taryn Hall, boo boo. We the, love you. The the G the G man. That was a blessing. Yes, because work it was not cheap, y'all. Oh, and we schemed our way to that motherfucker. That Niggas, just, listen. That's PNC the thing. still like, um, you was where? <laughs> <laughs> you just you just went to California. No reimbursements. <laughs> None. You just... Shout out to Equine Ida for paying the way. Amen. Amen. Well, I paid for my flight. Right. Exactly. And I paid for my expenses. <laughs> but oh, the G Taryn Hall. Yeah. Just was like, hey, I got this ticket. Do Do you want it? <laughs> and I just want you to know that now I owe Taryn Hall my firstborn. <laughs> I will birth. I will carry and birth that motherfucker just to give it to her. I don't. And care. you know she fine as fuck. So you might want to bring her in on that process. You know. Oh yeah. Whatever. She got a Taryn's a bad bitch. Whatever you need. You know, just <laughs> if you got to get rid of a body, anything. You know, you got a loyal bitch in me because just I ain't gonna ask no questions. I'm gonna be ho- uh What's his name? Uh, goddamn hook to the yes. shit, girl. Just show me. Just where- load his ass up in the in the Toyota, bitch. I, I got a carpet already for us to roll this up in. And just anything. Yep. I haven't started in Babs the remake now, going on two weeks, and you didn't really came through with this studio plug, and You're I'm welcome. just feeling really giddy and blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I just, <laughs> the Black Joy Jubilee, just know we about to make it. You yes. Know? With y'all support. I mean, honestly, like, I go to sleep dreaming about what, how I can give more to the Black Joy Jubilee. Like, y'all are our joy. I Even when we were in L.A., there's so many people are like, we're here, we're here. We definitely got to make another trip back to see y'all. But just know your sisters, your cousins, your aunties was in here hustling. Yes. I wake up just to sleep with you. <laughs> That's how I feel about <laughs> yes. Just making inappropriate <laughs> songs about cutting up your limbs in service of other people. My God, today. So in addition to the Work It <laughs> Festival, just want to give a shout out. We met the um, the fearless voice behind Making Oprah, which was Jennifer White. Yes. Dope ass black woman. Check her shit out. If you're not, if you haven't listened to Making Oprah, like just go ahead and let that bless you. Because Oprah today released some shit that says she ain't been to the bank since the 80s. What? You didn't see this video? Oprah literally is t- chit-chatting with Ellen DeGeneres, talking about, Ellen, when's the last time you've been to a bank? <laughs> and Ellen's like, bitch, years. And Oprah's like, yeah, I haven't been since the 80s. But, you know, I just wanted to go to see what it was like to cash a million-dollar check. Plot twist, it was $2 million. She lied. She waited to the end to drop that little nugget. Plot twist, you mean to tell me a black woman from Mississippi took the opportunity to stunt on a white woman on her television show? It's easy. History. It's uh, iconic. I mean, come on. <laughs> so anyway, Work Your Festival. Also, you all, shout out to another round, Tracy and Heaven. They were phenomenal. Oh. We were able to not only be blessed by their blessings. I mean, Tracy was sick, mm-hmm. but I was like, if you call for Our me, times. I'm not mad about it. Not like, if I get to carry these germs... Throughout the country, just to like roast white people to do better, by all means, let's do that. Great friends, yeah. Uh, I and you know, from the moment we walked up to work at festival, and literally Tracy and Heaven were the first two people we saw on the side. Okay, kick it and said, Look, mate, I contacted and said, Y'all, Y'all look, look good. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to say, Tracy and Heaven, if you decide to peep in, <laughs> we were the first people you saw when you walked in there and proceeded to be your hype women for the rest of the conference. So let me just also say that me and Amber came up in that mug with an agenda of being the cutest motherfuckers up in there. Every time. Every time. And to be our biggest, boldest, blackest selves. The entire time. Yeah. It and, was a remake of Babs. That's, that was the theme. And I'm just saying that it climaxed with Lena Way mm. giving us hugs first. Mm. Saucy. My God. Dripping. Had the nerve 
to be wearing gray sweatpants better than any nigga I have ever come across. Y'all ain't never seen mm. swag Whew. until you've seen I can't even be doing this on this mic, way. girl. <laughs> Walk up on this stage, tilt said hat. Look, I've watched my snap She brought her like backpack with her because so she, she knew she wasn't going to stay long. She knew it was going to be some bullshit, mm-hmm. too, You know, but we really... Cultivated the space to make sure you know black films to the front, melanated films. You are welcome as well. Yes, you know all the black girls were like, "Listen, be not afraid of ye <laughs> timid white women. Come to the front, queens. Come. This now, is your session. This is for us. We ended on a Emmy award winning writer for a comedy. Mm-hmm. This one's for us. For and us. they can sit back there and take pictures of our joyous black ass moments. Amen. Yes. The Jacksons, the American Dream. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch it again because <laughs> Lena Wave talked about it extensively, and now I That's feel her connected to her. Yeah, and I really because I used to love that movie, Mr. Rat. Where's Mr. Rat? I mean, it comes on enough. It's kind of like that movie and The Wiz. Like you okay. have to see those two, and maybe I would throw the rent rent in there, but not really. Anywho. <laughs> So I also want to add about work it. Shout out to Gloss Rags. Yes. I mean Randy Gloss. Randy Gloss is so dope, y'all. So dope. The second I saw, she was another one I saw the second we got there. And I was like, just come on, black girl. We all about to be friends. Cause we keep a collection of black girls. With Why not? Afros. Especially with afros, bitch. <laughs> like we afros and hips. You, you belong be, with us. You better be out here looking like nature right now. <laughs> that is our only requirement. Or a weeping willow, like myself and my locks. Like you just have to take on some kind of formation of a tree. Yeah, honestly, a bush. Yeah. Uh, a palm tree. Yeah. Uh, you know, you pick one. Pick. Most likely you're going to end up with us. Yeah, because yeah. we that's what we do. So shout out to Work It Fest. I'm sure we could talk about that all day. But just know your sisters was out here planting some seeds, and we hope that you all will help us water them as you continue to do. Yes, as Amber transitions yes. back into her studio for I'm us. in my studio. I'm Ira Glass to the bullshit. Yes. So next up so we have. after we finish <laughs> taking over. I also feel like I have to whisper because of how much I'm about to cuss in the next hour. And I don't want our plug to get fired. I'm trying my best not to name drop who I'm imitating. (laughs) I just want to say one particular journalist's name, but I'm not. I'm going to hold it. Okay, hold hold it. it. But, you know, after we took over the the Work It Festival... We then jetted off Where we were told audio is very important. Very important. And we took them very seriously. Yes. Who knows? Who knows what's about to happen? (laughs) We proceeded to jet off to New Orleans for none other than the Let's Talk About Sex Conference. Let's talk about sex, baby. Uh, Let's uh, talk about uh, you uh, and me. Let's uh, talk uh, about all the black uh, ones uh, coming uh, together uh, to uh, be. uh, Let's uh, talk uh, about sex. Sister Song is celebrating 20 years of badness in the reproductive justice era. And Mm -hmm. mothers of the whole reproductive justice movement. Well, one of the four mothers, one of the four organizations of the reproductive A collection of all those things. Yeah, just celebrating just legacy. All over the place. It was so great to be in a room once again with so many badass Reproductive justice activists from mm-hmm. all over the country mm-hmm. just looking great, glossy, flossy, mm-hmm. and ready to talk about uh, reproductive health care. Right. We had our boo. Roof was there. Sam was there. And we talking about, like, whole-ass body positivity. We talking about, like, these sessions ain't, like, none of the conferences y'all done been to. Like, Mm-mm. we really want y'all to come, like... There was a whole session Jasmine Burnett did on nudity in which there was a collective orgasm or something like that. Like, we weren't there for that part. And I don't even know if I can say this, but (laughs) that kind of black liberation shit, like, of course the storm had no choice but to turn the fuck around. Like, black people got together and, you know, was like, we deserve to come. Like, in addition to teaching about... HIV and AIDS awareness, um, abortion access, um, how we can decrease stigma around um, parenting teens and all these things. Healthy relationships. Healthy relationships. You know, alternative models for relationships. All types of stuff. Yeah. And what makes it so great, let's talk about sex as kind of like a solar eclipse. 
Or like a leap year or some shit. It only happens like five every five, <laughs> four, Not the three solar years or something like that. You gotta you gotta be just available and ready when <laughs> right. they announce. You just pack your bag and come. That's I don't know what else to do. tell you, hoes. So I can't tell y'all when the next one is. I really can't. <laughs> but I really hope that it's sooner than later. You know. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about sex. It's like a motherfucking presidential election. <laughs> 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 like. You just gotta be You don't know the time or the hour Just make sure your papers are together <laughs> just make, make sure you got your IDs and your passports Okay book, Your swimsuits bitch Book and just see if you can get reimbursed It's probably yes, your best strategy That's your best strategy <laughs> God bless So shout out to Sister Song The incredible staff there Our leader Monica Ray Simpson Who is over um, Sister Song And also helped to put on Let's Talk About Sex We raised money mm-hmm. um, um, it was it was great. Jasmine had to fly out, unfortunately. So you missed you miss big, pretty big movement perform. Oh yeah, I saw it on Girl. IG. Let me tell you, I so American Airlines called me talking about bitch, you gonna have to get out. Like, <laughs> what you trying to do? And I, y'all, like full transparency, I've been traveling for like two weeks. No, it's fine. So when mm-hmm. I got home, I slept for twenty plus hours, girl. Blessings. Just on Abound. my couch, just sleep. Good. <laughs> well, while you were doing that, we <laughs> pretty big movement perform. And if you have not seen these women dance before, I only seen them on the internet. Man, I, it's like I watching aspire. a bunch of yous perform for you. Mm-hmm. Like it's amazing. And then they had on gowns, right? They had oh girl, costume change. The first what? part was a gown for a performance. Then they switch into these leotards where they did this ode to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. So thick Beyonce. Bitch, you might want to go running because these women are that. Let me say that let's talk about sex always got the ill ass performance. So it was pretty big movement this time. The last time in Miami was Brown Girl Burlesque. So wait, there's more. What? Brown Girl Burlesque performed. And I have I've just never Did Essence Reveal show up. I don't know anybody's names oh. because I was just that's how my changed moment. I was yeah. afterwards. I became a fan of Essence Revealed. Um, I can't remember, but Essence Revealed is a mm-hmm. gift so and a glory. Burlesque, to be clear, like these lie around like burlesque is for white girls. No, there's a long history and legacy of mm-hmm. black and brown women in burlesque, fucking it up. Yeah. And yeah, get into it. So Brown Girl Burlesque performed, and I was just, it was just a vibe. Everyone had a good time. But it ended with when we transitioned into the dance party. The lead-in song was, of course, Bodak Yellow. Mm -hmm. So if you have not seen some of the most the foremothers of reproductive justice, um, some of the most amazing writers, social justice activists, Take to the dance floor to sing all of the lyrics to Bodak Yellow. I mean, again, the storm had no choice but to be lifted because amazing things happen. So that was Let's Talk About Sex in New Orleans. Mm. Um, Love seeing y'all. Shout out to every black girl who came up to me and said that they listened to this mixtape. You all, I I mean, I know I'm awkward. I'm awkward sometimes. But it's still just a shock to me that people are... To be able to meet y'all, to to be able to meet the people who invite us into their ears every week. So thank you to anybody who said hi, who grabbed a moment with Jasmine or I. Like we truly, deeply love y'all. Like, and the fact that we are in that for me being home in movement. that right, we're in our home. Like, let's talk about sex, sister song. Like that's our home base. So to fact the fact that we're sharing that with you and you know us through this. Like, just want to say hi and that we love you. What's up? was so great and like to hear y'all talk about this this thing about Mm -hmm. like how we we encourage y'all to get up out of bed encourage y'all to go to work or whatever it is you know shit listen sometimes i have to hit play to go to definitely play Mm -hmm. all types of stuff whatever you gotta do today (laughs) i had to put on a wig i had to plop on a wig and a jumpsuit with my titties just hanging no bra you know today just to get into my day you know so i'm just so thankful to be able to motivate such great people and yeah to love on y'all in these spaces it was great and then even before we took off too let's talk about sex bitch listen to this i think me and amber got notifications separately but we we just found out at the same time somehow yeah saint haran saint 
you know, that's that's Solange's that's Solange's baby. That's Blue Ivy's auntie's <laughs> company. <laughs> that's Jules' mama's uh uh special project. One of they good writers mm-hmm. decided to create a list of black podcasts or melanated podcasts that you should be listening to. Mm-hmm. And did us the huge favor <laughs> of not only featuring the Black Joy mixtape, <laughs> but had the nerve to put us in the cover photo. Jesus! On top of the read. <laughs> Just. New kids on the block, bitch. It's only two of us. It's only two and of us. Plug. <laughs> and the plug. And the plug. Shout out to the plug. Follow no. Dispatches podcast, y'all. <laughs> You love some stories? Go listen to these motherfucking stories, goddamn. This is from the archives. Look, <laughs> the same week, the plug that got me in the studio, goddamn. <laughs> I was on St. Haran mm-hmm. with my, my nigga right here. Right. The motherfucking TED Talk dropped. And then before we got here, we found out we just on the laugh track of another rounds episode <laughs> this week. Being niggas. <laughs> Being niggas. Y'all, we got here being niggas. I just want to say the Black Sonian, uh, goddamn, uh, what, what's it called? The Black Sonian uh, the exhibit. African American <laughs> Museum of Arts and Culture. Just let you know that the Black Joy mixtape, goddamn exhibit, finna be lit as the fuck. <laughs> I'm keeping my outfit from the TED Talk <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> Alone. Alone. I'm trying to be Drake next to Whitney. I'm keeping I'm wearing the bra that I featured on that stage right now. I just say, so my scent can get up put, in it. You, yeah. You, but I'm gonna put it away soon. Okay now. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't want no shit now. I want them I want them hung out next to each other now. I didn't imagine this whole shit. If I you take the mesh top, you gotta take the bra too. You do. Now, I done told y'all, <laughs> every black person, you know, has a place in the black song. Everybody. Everybody. Because they got stores. Except for Clarence Thomas. They got land. They got land. They got acres. Now, the thing is, what you going to do to make your exhibit bigger? It's up to you. The choice is yours. I'm trying to get a feature. I'm just trying to get a whole glass case next to the damn uh, P-Funk spaceship. Yes. So, also, (laughs) y'all just want to let y'all know. The TED, again, Jasmine has said this. The TED Talk is out, babies. We've been waiting for so long for this. We need y'all to tweet that motherfucker out, Mm -hmm. all right? Use the link that we created for you. It's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. Put the YouTube out. Because if Brene Brown can do this, bitch, so can we. So let's get into these headlines, y'all. Speaking of which, you ready, Jasmine? In the studio. Wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. We just really, just really said some really joyful stuff, and I don't want to go. Like, I know. I really miss y'all. I really miss y'all, too. Okay, okay, we're about to do but it. But, you know, okay. we got to... I get joy from flaming white folks. Yeah, let's White supremacy. It. All yeah. right, ready? White people have no self-control. Live. White people. No, it needs to be like heavy metal or something. But in this studio, it's a jazz. Oh, yes. Light. Acoustic. Calming hip hop. White people have no self-control. Have no self-control. All right. Shout out to the plug. Shout out to the plug. We about to get that ass fired. <laughs> Don't speak that. I won't. I won't. Lights. Somebody getting fired. Not the plug. Not the All plug. Right. The natural disasters, like, maybe pretty much gone, but there are a lot of places who are still suffering um, because of systemic racism. Let's get into it. Okay. So, according to Slate, Puerto Rico was already eager to hand its electric utility to private owners. Hurricane Maria just made it much more likely. So prior to Hurricane Maria, the service management and upkeep of the Puerto Rico Electric Power Authority, or PREPA, a 2016 report on PREPA commissioned by the Puerto Rican government is scathing. In the latter months of the year, for example, Puerto Ricans experienced four to five times the number of service outages as U.S. customers on average, though they pay the second highest rates in the U.S. after Hawaii. 
The agency has $9 billion in debt and said it needs $4 billion to upgrade its infrastructure. It filed for bankruptcy in July. Mm. And that was before a Category 5 hurricane right. devastated this island. So natural disasters are usually propped up as opportunities to, quote, transform or improve communities, which often translates to indefinitely displacing people. We've seen this with Katrina. We're watching it happen in real time in Houston. And in this case, not only are we uh, talking about displacing a country, potentially, like a bunch of people who already have been leaving the island, but we're also talking about leaving this country perpetually indebted um, to private bankers in New York if their electricity is privatized. Man. (laughs) Es no bueno. No bueno. This is terrible, especially when we aren't talking about how the U.S. has pretty much left this island in a perpetual second-class status because of racist to the point where it's not court e- cases. To the point where it's not even public knowledge no. that Puerto Rico it's, is America. Yeah, it's a U.S. territory. Totally a U.S. Tel- territory. Which, that's a problem in itself because we're talking about a U.S. territory in 2017. That has no... Um, they have no they have no voting power in Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, they can vote, right? Nope, they cannot oh, vote for the president. They cannot vote for the president. God mm-hmm. damn, I thought that I had that right. We're gonna have to they explain. They can't this. vote in um, they don't have representation in mm-hmm. Congress. They cannot vote for the president, but guess what? They of course pay taxes. Yep. So territories isn't a new concept. You know, like Hawaii was a U.S. territory. Um, New Mexico, there have been plenty of state uh, places that are states now that started out as territories. So they're pretty much left in second-class status. So according to Slate, there was the Jones Act of um, 1920, which was a law that restricts shipping between U.S. ports. And then there's a whole board in the U.S., (laughs) set up last year to oversee Puerto Rico's finances. And like we already said, they can't even vote for president. So then when you go back in time in 1901, there's a Supreme Court case that explains why this is the way it is in Puerto Rico. The name of that court case is Downs versus Bidwell of 1901. Up until then, the U.S. government considered territories to have the complete protection of the Constitution and a clear, straightforward path to statehood. This was true for all the territories that existed on the North American continent at the time. Like we said, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arizona, Alaska. But that soon proved temporary and a damn lie. Downs versus Bidwell, which centered on a question of whether shipments from Puerto Rico to New York were interstate or international, established a new hierarchy of territories. They were now either, quote, incorporated with the United States or, quote, unincorporated, with only the former having the full protections of the Constitution. The court reasoned that Puerto Rico and the other new territories were, quote, inhabited by alien races. So governing them, quote, according to Anglo-Saxon principles, may for a time be impossible. Mm. These islands then were considered, quote, foreign in a domestic sense. So on these grounds, this is how President Nye can justify not giving aid to them and surely not give aid to, like, citizens of the global south, like in Houston. (laughs) So... But he ended up still giving more aid to those places than he did to Puerto Rico. And in fact, I feel like him coming into Puerto Rico, I don't know if you all saw the video of him handing out paper towels, but he literally was throwing them into the crowd as if he was giving out a free Mm T-shirt. These are people who have just experienced a awful storm who have been out of contact with their family that may be based um here um on homeland state or whatever the fuck and this is how he chose to comfort and interact with these people like donald trump has and this is i think a point that we keep saying here on the show is 
whenever he responds to tragedies where like Muslim folks are being killed or he responds to tragedies where like people of color are being murdered, like he does so in a way that doesn't actually show any kind of sympathy or empathy because I think he wants to be on record for being someone who does not give a fuck. That was direct language from this court case. It will be hard to quote unquote govern these alien races. Like what? Yeah. So... To continue this conversation of aid, so if you watched the BET Hip Hop Awards last night, you saw Trey the Truth, Bun B, giving aid in Houston. Um, we've seen Cardi B teaming up with Fat Joe, Joe to send a plane. Beyonce and family. Um, yeah, Beyonce, all these folks, which is great. But we are not only watching the privatization of utilities in Puerto Rico happen, or in places that could happen in the states, we're also watching the privatization of aid. Right. So while, you know, Houston got more aid than Puerto Rico, it's not nearly as much aid as, as they need. And, and while charities are great, what we know for sure, increasingly these larger charities, mm-hmm. the money that they're they're collecting isn't going to the ground as much as it should. Right, a.k.a. Red Cross. And Legal. it doesn't demand enough. Cannot rely on these charities. We still have to demand more from our government because right. if we continue to rely on privatization of charities as well as our utilities, it does not put people in a place of thriving. Right. And just to wrap up on that piece, we're also seeing the private private of the actual White House, even in our discussions about Mm -hmm. who can run next, because Donald Trump has won and ran uh, ran and won, where now our new names are people like Mark Zuckerberg or even Oprah, which Oprah is a fantastic idea. However, we're setting ourselves up that only billionaires can lead our country. And that's not what this is about. And that's not what we need. It's not even in the least bit of what we need. Because even we were the first to say that we wanted being Carson for instance, to be over hood. Like, even though it was terrible, like, it's a terrible administration, but he's the only person to serve in that position as a person who's lived in hood. Right. So we can't transition from getting out career politicians or people who have only served to going straight to billionaires. We still need more people like y'all running for office. And y'all are like, well, where's the money? If we ain't giving money for aid, where is it going? All right. Well, the House Homeland Security Committee approved Wednesday a border security bill that includes $10 billion for a border wall. Man, y'all thought Mexico was going to pay for that shit. Psych! (laughs) We are invested in protecting this country. The bill includes $10 billion in border wall funding, $5 billion to improve ports of entry, and adds 5,000 agents to both the Border Patrol and Customs and Border Protection. The legislation will also authorize the federal government to reimburse states up to $35 million for use of the National Guard's assets to reinforce the border security. (laughs) The legislation will head to the House floor amid debate over whether the border security provisions should be attached to potential legislation to protect recipients of the rescinded Deferred Action for Childhood Referrals, also known as DACA. This is an and one political eugenics bill. They're literally going to <laughs> reward states for implementing harsher tactics to deport folks, places like Arizona. And they're about to put us in a position, or at least put our leadership in a position, to pass DACA. Right. <laughs> Through this border, border wall. wall. Yeah. They stapled it on the back. <laughs> like, if you want people, and this, man, if you want young people to be protected, if you want people who are working, who are undocumented to be protected, you have to agree to place more police in their communities. Mm. You have to agree to build a wall. Mm -hmm. And you have to agree to increase harsher measures in states across this country. That is what this administration and the GOP thinks about us. This is slave patrol, y'all. This is after the Senate passed a $700 billion defense policy bill. Woo! With a Pentagon budget that far exceeds what President Nine 
asked for initially. Mm. Y'all, and this is where it gets hurtful. Senators voted 89 to 9 to approve the measure known as the National Defense Authorization Act. The House has already adopted a similar version. So that was moving with the helps of Democrats. Democrats, 89 to 9. Yeah. Listen to that number, y'all. 89. The majority of the people we fucking elected to these positions is selling short our brothers and sisters, our people. Yeah. Are selling short our people. While not, while creating a culture where we expect not to receive aid from our government. So putting us in positions where we are displaced, where we are harmed, where we don't have the infrastructure, which that is before we left, Amber and I just kept talking about infrastructure. The answer is not privatizing our infrastructure because that only perpetuates a culture of debt for states, for countries. And what we know for sure is that when countries like Puerto Rico or uh, uh, countries in uh, black countries across the diaspora are in debt to these Anglo-Saxon-ass countries, it hurts their GDP, it hurts their, their access to education, their ability to get proper health care. Like, this is sorry. Yeah. So that's how our U.S. government is fucking us. Mm-hmm. Um, Angelina Jolie, Ashley J- Judd, and a, a, a handful of other starlets in Hollywood are coming out against um, a man by the name of Harvey Weinstein, who is a big exec in motion movie pictures. And the reason why we're talking about this today is... Oh, the white community is in The white community is in peril, bitch. They saw that Bill Cosby shit and they were like, we need to remove some of our own. Yes, that's what we trying to... We trying to, you know, save white futures, I guess. Do what y'all got to do. Go over there and handle that. No, don't don't get into saving white futures because that's how you end up (laughs) with Make America Great Again and all this other bullshit. That could be taken out of context and be like, Amber Mm -hmm. J. Phillips. Up supports no, but the white community needs to control themselves. They, the they white, need to get a handle. This session it. is called "White People Have No Self Control." Mm-hmm. So I'm glad a couple of y'all got some self control in order to get this nasty motherfucker out of here. So basically, Harvey um, is um, has countless um, allegations of sexual harassment against women that he has worked with, which includes folks like Angelina Jolie and Ashley Judd and a couple other people. Um, and the reason why also I think this is so important to mention is Team Vogue just released an article that his fate in the motion picture academy is being discussed in an emergency meeting. This person is so powerful that he's also involved with the group of people who decides what gets nominated. What gets nominated? What gets picked up in Hollywood? What gets funded? What gets greenlit? And we have constantly been having this conversation around movies made by black people, women. We saw Insecure get snubbed. We've seen Ava DuVernay get snubbed. And that's because all of these systems, y'all, and this is why... We need to talk more about organizing for real. All of these systems are made up by people. Mm-hmm. And people decide how these things are run. If a person who is accused of countless yeah. sexual assault violations is also responsible for the million-dollar movies that we see that tell us stories about ourselves, yeah. and we wonder why there's a culture of rape culture and sexual yeah, assault. so a predator is heading up the predatory institution against people of color, women, et cetera. Is that what you're telling me? Boom. And there's probably more of him. Just reproducing predators. Because also, didn't other white men try to protect him? So, Matt Damon funny thing, Ben Affleck came out and was like, he basically made a statement against this person. Mm-hmm. But then literally had to tweet out apologizing for also being someone who has grabbed a woman's tits <laughs> at work. No, boo-boos, this isn't how this works. I Everybody just, is being held accountable. All y'all got to go. Let's clean house. Blue Ivy said everything is shocking, everything is Man, That was a spell. So get them all out of here. Get them all out. So in addition to that, moving right along, we're still in white people have no self-control, y'all. They acted the fuck up. Mm-hmm. White people are banning protests across the country. Most visibly, we are seeing this with the NFL and the NBA. 
Um, and they finally got rid of God herself, Jamil Hill, on a two-week suspension for being a truth teller and, um, and black on mm. Twitter yep. that doesn't somehow fit ESPN's digital guidelines, which the last I checked beyond most... Beyond ESPN's board. Black beyond ESPN's borders will get you man, in a lot of trouble, apparently. And most digital, digital guidelines for individuals is to protect around... You pulling like an Anthony Weiner type of situation, not between you stating your views. Girl, they always changing the rules. They they heard their podcast. You know uh, what was the name of the the podcast that turned into the show? Jamel Hill was oh a, his and hers his and hers. Jamel Hill was a light. You know being on another round. Yeah, I used to watch that. I used to love when she was on there. Just mm-hmm. out here being black as fuck. And then when she started being black on on an ESPN, which contract, y'all knew she was going to do that. Like I think Jamel and Mike these, went on the Breakfast Club to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, one thing about these corporations though, they they out here acting like they own us, right? And they don't. They pay us a salary, right? And that's why it's important. While these people make a lot of money. Any y'all, we have to be clear that these are workers' issues. Yes, because y'all. the thing is, what's gonna happen when you at your job and they demanding you to say the Pledge of Allegiance or stand for the national Hello? anthem in the middle of your lunch break? Meanwhile, the head of the AFL-CIO, mm-hmm. Trumpka, is quicker to have meetings with Donald Trump than he is to speak out on these worker issues. Mm-hmm. People being punished for protesting or stating really dissenting against white America. Yep. People being people being punished to dissent is an issue, and I will also beg that a lot of it to, to the progressive nonprofit folks who are listening to this show. Some of y'all even do this in house, yeah, where you push out black women who said a little bit too much in the meeting, yep, and you then you make it so like, oh, we read your Facebook. Mm-hmm. You really shouldn't say things like that on Facebook. No, boo-boo, that's not how any of this works. So high schools threatened to punish students who kneel during the anthem. Wisconsin University officials approved policy punishes students for protesting. Right. They're a group of students, you know there was a huge protest in California uh, when Milo went to go speak. Mm-hmm. So we saw, started to see that trend where young people are like, we also don't want these white supremacists on our campuses. Nope. And now institutions... Following the lead of the NFL. Mm. Following the lead of the NFL are punishing students for protesting. Yeah, what's going to be the fate of folks who work for the federal government, you know, at the VA? What's going to happen to y'all? What's going to happen to y'all state workers? Like, what they going to demand y'all to do? So moving on right along, the, the NBA and the NFL have both issued memos, child. According to memos, bitch. Memos. You can tell you ain't had to say some shit in a long time if you still writing memos. Girl. <laughs> I mean, got real long-winded. Girl. So, according to The Root, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver sent a memo to the team saying that he expected players and coaches to stand from the national anthem before games, as is the rule. It's a recent rule. It's bullshit. They didn't even do this shit, like, literally 10 years ago. Did not. The memo also recommended the team show videos expressing themes of unity before their first home games, a possible compromise to those players who would like to speak out about social injustice and their right to protest with the league rules. So you can do whatever you want off, but when you up in here... You can rape, you can beat your wife up, you can... Molest your players But you, the hard line When that national anthem go up You better be standing with your hand you on your heart You better get the fuck up mm. And pledge this allegiance To this here flag As VAs As vets continue to be underfunded As we continue to not give a fuck About the people who serve in our country By providing them a salary Or resources to transition Back into civilian life You better stand and pledge allegiance To this country During a fucking football game While it's televised, goddamn In the memo, Deputy Commissioner Mark Tatum, another white man Suggested that teams (laughs) use their opening games To quote, demonstrate your commitment to the NBA's core values of equality, diversity, inclusion, and serve as a unifying force in the community. That's according to New York Daily News. And I will also add, y'all, NFL, 
<laughs> the NFL doesn't give a fuck about its players. Either. They literally know that you all are killing yourselves yep. by ramming your heads into one another, and won't. but won't get the helmets you all need because they don't look good enough. Nope. So if you want to stand and pledge show. allegiance to the Meanwhile, fucking flag for these people... The NBA got on full-ass soccer uniforms for people to buy. I don't understand why this whole stylistic thing is an issue for y'all. <laughs> Them sleeves are terrible. We're trying to save y'all's <laughs> lives. So when I go on TV and say you all need to boycott this game, y'all I'm not know. just talking about the viewers. Well, The they, players need to roll the fuck out. They, they won't have a choice. The NFL commissioner decided to issue his letter today before we got up in here. Lord. Roger Goodell. In the letter, he says, quote, we believe that everyone should stand for the national anthem. He also writes, the controversy over the anthem is a barrier to having honest conversations and making real progress on the underlying issues. We need to move past this controversy, and we want to do that together with our players. No, you don't. As you send a memo. And, and as you not name the underlining issue. Who gets to define, quote unquote, real progress? Who gets to define the fact? You had to respond. That That's progress. No matter how much you pay in these players, y'all can never pay them for their value, ever. No. Especially not for them literally getting brain damage. Just. Dying at 30 years old and these shit. These owners are making bang. Lots of money. And creating this, this. Narrative around like how poor they are or some shit. Why they can't pay people more? Wow. Every time we turn around, but you mean to tell me that y'all get to measure where progress is in this country? You who an honest conversation is already happening, baby. Who are you to define what's honest and what ain't? Because you don't like how it's being presented to you. Is that what it is? Child. Because no. Who are you, Roger Goodell? What you know about race? Because my thing is, motherfuckers always trying to tell me about, I don't know nothing about football and I need to stay in my lane. I'm talking about <laughs> sports. Why the fuck are you talking about race? Yep. Who, who, gets, who, who is you? Who gave you that? You are the commissioner of the NFL. You are nothing else. You need to be worrying about this concussion problem, honestly. We're talking about Jamel Hill shouldn't be discussing politics. Why She's a journalist. Why do y'all get to talk about politics? Mm-hmm. Why do y'all get to send letters and memos to your workers? But the thing is, it's never not talk about politics. It's only talk about politics from my framework. <laughs> so this is all, all these headlines are really going into this theme of censorship. Yes. And this is, the, <laughs> it's all censorship. Alas- Every sector. And we keep talking about the Russians, and I really don't give a fuck. But this I care about because of the way we need to keep the media, we need to keep the internet open and free. And what we figured out this week over the course of the month, um, it was information known that Mark Zuckerberg um, turned over this info that the Russians were purchasing ads on Facebook to sway the election. So even the Russians are using digital ads to move our election (laughs) in their favor, I might add. And the question is why? In my Maxine Waters voice, follow the money. So today, this week, Pinterest had to acknowledge Russia-linked political posts appeared on their site as well. Mm. As you were pinning your new fall boots, so was Russia telling you who to fuck the vote for. Anywho, Facebook Sandberg had to meet with House leaders on the Russia probe. And I'm saying this to say that... Right now, Facebook is, and we even had, I've had this interaction with Instagram where they have centered and taken down posts around Black Lives Matter yep. work. When we did KKK or GOP, Facebook literally shut down the Dream Defenders Instagram page for basically highlighting the similarities between the can and um, the Klan and the RNC's political platform. They have the same goals. So when, in addition to that, people... Oh, what great foreshadowing. Right. In addition to that, people who use Facebook who are just running pages for activism work, one, are not able to access the funding in order to place ads, and then two, are being censored and taken down. So at the same time that New Facebook- photos that people are willingly posting of themselves are being taken down. They are taking Nipples are being taken down. They're taking down less than 30-second clips of uh, if your video includes music that you don't own licensing to, but even y'all though it's less tell than 30 Usher, seconds. Y'all can tell Russia was buying up the fucking internet nope 
just it's just us. We just need to be regulated. No one else. And that's the that's the thing. They continue to oppress us through these policies in our jobs, on our government, through our aid, continuing to fund more into our military. These are all disciples of Trump in these institutions. Right. Who are putting down these legacies, the these policies that are harmful to us and don't really help us thrive. Yeah, and if Mike Zuck if Mark Zuckerberg can't figure out how to control Facebook in the ways that doesn't probe into our election process, do you think he can protect the country? He can he's not a trustworthy politician. No, he's, he's definitely can't be. What is he doing with that data? Because then he has he never been open about that data right. too. What what what's the what's next? So just because you you claim to have good politics, because we've already seen that's a lie. Because you literally tried to take the indigenous land of people in Hawaii, and then decided to chill when when the block got hot. When people noticed that you were suing indigenous people for their land. Like you you it sound like you you a fascist in sheep's clothing, my my G. Yeah. So just look alive, y'all. There's um, attacks on multiple fronts. And now we have to go take care of our motherfucking community yeah. by going straight into the cool yeah. color colorblind collective. Get you get yours together, all right? Now, yeah, y'all doing a good now. job. Hold all highly right. accountable. Y'all, if you need an organizing template, we got you. One of y'all got Goodell's number. I know y'all do. I know it's one of y'all cousins that <laughs> listening to this. Go ahead. Just go ahead. Call him up. Talk to him. Break the ice. You know, call his mama. You yes. Know? Y'all be having connections like that. Y'all ain't talked in 20 years, but it's okay. Y'all can work it out. The cool color, colorblind collective, girl. Yes. So it's, it's, it's time we took to exile. They didn't. Huh? No, absolutely not. Young Thug. And I find this so, like... How dare you? I also find it how dare you, but how... How we need to do more to check the politics of the people we allow to rep our organizations. Because Young Fug also just did a concert to benefit Planned Parenthood, right? Well, this is after he called black women roaches in the airport. Still. Mm-hmm. And still did this concert. Went to, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. Young Thug got on Twitter after his um, ex-fiance announced that she is now on the market. He retweeted her by saying... Quote retweeted. Yeah, quote retweeter, editor, dapter. So we all know it's real. And the fact that 30,000 of you motherfuckers retweeted this, he retweeted her saying, she said, I'm definitely back on the market though. He retweeted, what market? Bitch, you going to die on God. We have to remind you, the leading cause of death of black women and girls ages 18 to 35 is Intimate partner homicide. This ain't a joke. People we fuck are killing us. Is that you, black men? Kodak Black is going back, most likely. Going back to Indicted. Yeah. Indicted in criminal sexual misconduct charges. And also Nelly got a rape charge while we were gone. This is the legacy of hip hop. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This is the legacy that black male hip-hop is creating. You got Young Thug, one of the littest albums of the year, telling his somebody he claimed to love that he's going to kill her on God. On God. On God. Kodak Black, who also said, has made it very clear, he does not like black women. You cis black men keep... Bringing up Kodak Black, especially you niggas from the Man, South. Man, shut talking the about, fuck what does up. Bodak, does Cardi B owe Kodak Black for <laughs> Bodak Yellow? No, bitch. No, she made it a hot, he made it a hot line. She made it a hot song, goddamn. That's what happened. And not to mention, Cardi did charity work. Let this nigga get on an official remix. Yeah, a bodeg yellow. So he got while he don't new, even have enough now, respect for her community to not beat the ass of a person who is stripping in a strip club. Man, and not to on mention, his week off, he just got out of jail. Just, and then people want to be like, well, what, what, what does he have to to gain from bodeg yellow, or whatever? Look, it is not Cardi B's fault that Kodak Black is out here not handling his affairs and owning his publishing. Mm-hmm. That's his fault, literally. He Maybe if you wasn't beating ass, you could find time to get a better lawyer. <laughs> Next. Ugh. Nelly, you're done too. Just off of the way of you twirling the hair of little girls on your stage, 
fuck all y'all. Like, it's it's no longer harsh or mean to tell these black men, you actually need to get off a mic, go sit in the corner, go get... How dare you not get some fucking counseling we in this day and age? that white people about to have a convening about whether or not this white man need to be ousted. I'm just saying, who is conducting the meeting, um, the hip-hop panel? Because, you know, black women run this shit. I feel like black women, we should all meet, you know, in one of the hip-hop hubs, whether it's Atlanta, New York, <laughs> L.A., you know, let's just I'm going to throw Ohio on that motherfucker. <laughs> Goddamn Mississippi on there. What's up, Chris? What's good? Um, Bone Thugs Harmony. We got Legacy <laughs> Lil Bow Wow, you know, he, he did a little song. Mafia, you know, Shit. MJ. What's good? Wherever we can pick it, you know, and we just decide to, you know, just get just oust them. You know, we're done. We're finished. We need to have a special meeting like these white folks are Easy. to kick them off the board. Just right now. Just for now, just until recovery. So until they start their healing journey. Yes. So shout out to the black men who are starting their healing journey. I, I've decided to call this part Wear Your Crowns Kings. <laughs> color cool color colorblind recovery. I want to give a oh, shout they out. Oh, renounce their letters, huh? Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to Terry Crews this week yeah. for coming out and talking about his own sexual assault by an unnamed high-level Hollywood exec. Because the way, so Terry Crews shared on Twitter, um, if you go to Cassius Life, shout out to Cassius Life, a black platform. He actually, instead of just saying, you know, I denounce sexual assault because I have a child. He was like, I've been sexually assaulted before. Mm. My body has been touched in ways that I didn't find appropriate, and I didn't like it, and that's why I'm saying something today. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. More, more black men, we encourage you to, to admit when you have been harmed and embark on a healing journey. Yeah. It's worth it, I promise you. As someone who has experience with this, yeah. you deserve to liberate yourself from it. I should. All right, moving on to Black Women of Gods, because, you know, the plug said we only got 10 more minutes. We got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this. We <laughs> have to wrap this up as so, live from this studio that we can't name. location where they talk like this. Where they talk like this and make news and politics matter. News. Anyway, we honor Jamel. <laughs> <laughs> Black Women of Gods, we've been talking about our all, all show. Um, we honor Jamel Hill and Cardi B. Yes. Um, white supremacy tried to dismay the gods, but like the phoenix from the ashes, they rise. They rise. They rise and rise. So while we were gone, Cardi B tweeted, um, this was back in September. Dang, we've been gone a long time. Man. That she had been put in a chokehold by an NYPD officer following a car accident. She said, quote, in the tweet, I can't believe this cop put me in a chokehold just now. Shit is crazy. These New York cops don't know how to do their job. Fuck 12. All day, nigga. She, 365, 7-Eleven. I say. She originally uh, tweeted this. She deleted them, but she made sure to talk about it in an interview in Miami mm-hmm. to let them know that, you know, she was assaulted by the goddamn police. Yeah. A number one single... At this point, was Butter Gala like number two, number three? Yeah. Still in a chokehold. Like, but even this case with Hollywood, like, money, access, power, privilege has never protected femmes um, and women from assault. Harm. Harm. I mean, even, I mean, it's it's not the same, but like, I feel like Beyonce went through a little like harm with Jay Z. Uh, Gabrielle Union came out and said she had eight to nine miscarriages miscarriages. and the person she decided to build her life with during their break, quotation marks, sarcasm, decided that he was going to use that time to have a baby by somebody else. These, and then on, in addition to that, she just warming us up though. Cause she, she going to let that shit go. Because the thing about Gabrielle Union, also black woman of God's Gabrielle Union, Union has been very transparent with us in ways that just so honorable, like yeah, sharing talking her about sexual rape, yeah. um, now talking about her miscarriages. I think it's only a matter of time that she gets into some real brazen truth telling. Yeah. Because, yeah, she suffered a lot of harm. And not only that, she um, has boldly talked with us um, about it, even though a lot of the public was not ready. Right. To, to talk about it, even when her nudes were inappropriately leaked. Right. You know, she gave us new talking points. Like, look, I'm not. Right. I, I, I have been Gabby harmed. Union. 
quit sharing this shit. Somebody has stolen my personal content. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm just looking for it. My my overall thing with Black Women the Gods is you don't have to suffer in silence. Nope. You can talk about what's happening to you. And I think it's all of our jobs to continue sharing those stories and doing the work of creating a soft landing place for you to share those stories. Mm -hmm. So shout out to y'all, Jamil. Let us know how we can turn up. Yep. I personally would love for you to come on to the Black Joy mixtape and what do sports. What you doing in the next two weeks? Yeah, we'll slide it to those DMs. Thankfully, I'm, we get to honor Black girls and films. Yes. Today. Isn't that great? Shout out to all the Black girls and films. What's today? Worldwide. Mm-hmm. In honor of International Day of the Girl. Yay. You know, I got to shout out my favorite girl, Miss Hannah Janae Phillips. I say. Queen of my life. One of the best girls I know right now. Amen. Just I saucy. Nay. <laughs> Zoe, Leilani. What's up? Happy day to you, girls. Love you all worldwide. I know your mamas ain't letting you listen to this all the way through, but, you know, let them know. My second cousins, all of them, it's a gang of y'all. I don't want to single y'all, but goddamn, y'all all <laughs> are beautiful, great. I can't wait to see y'all soon. Love y'all to the moon and back. Yes. Thomas girls, unite. And I also want to give a special shout out. This is a very important day. What's up? Special shout out to all the lesbians, mm. queer folks, yes. trans folks, gender non-conforming girls and femmes worldwide for National Coming Out Day. Oh, snap. Celebration to you all. Those of you who choose not to recognize this holiday for whatever reason, don't let the internet rush you on the conversations that you want to have when you want to have them. But shout out to anybody <laughs> who used this day to come out. Motherfuckers be literally like, I, I mean, y'all seem queer adjacent. <laughs> you know, you but, just going to have to figure that one out, That's baby. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But what's just up to y'all? Us. Hey. You know? Whatever, National whatever. National coming out day. Yeah. National coming in day. Come. You know? <laughs> come. National come day. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let me tell you. You know, I just mm-hmm. I I like babes coming from all all you know, I am I like who like me. You know? And <laughs> I just I really like them enthusiastic and I want to keep your hopes up. I like right them now. eager. Um, yeah. I like them creative. Yeah. I love them mm. melanated. Yeah. Um, you know, I love them with facial hair. I love them without facial hair. I love them with long hair. I like them with short hair. I like them here. I like them and everywhere. Mm. Mm. I, I like them. I like them. <laughs> Looking Woo. like a plate of green eggs and ham, baby. Yes. Oh, can we yell up in I eat pork, so um, okay. So yeah, shout out to all y'all doing your thing, loving who you love, doing what you do. You got a friend and ally and possibly lover in the Black Joy mixtape. <laughs> in the Black Joy mixtape, somewhere in this motherfucker is is what you need. So Jasmine, this was a great week. Yeah, this is a really good week. Cheers, cheers, bitch. <laughs> so Jasmine, wrapping up. Yeah. What is your hope for Black Joy Futures? My hope for Black Futures is that Black independent platforms are given the budgets that they deserve while still owning the creative content and creative direction of their shit. Hey, all right. That's that's great. Especially as we move these heavy ass white men who are predatory as fuck, who make terrible de- uh, decisions around what should be greenlit and, and what, shouldn't mm. be greenlit, move the fuck out the way. Replace them with a real nigga. I'm right here, waiting. Yeah. I ain't got shit to do this week. <laughs> um, so my hope for Black Futures is my hope for Black Futures. I feel like the Black Joy mixtape is creating this really dope um, tidal wave of people who are able to see and realize their dreams a little bit quicker. Mm. And I want to encourage everyone to go boldly in that direction, um, to trust that the thing, the thing that you feed that brings you joy can also feed you in the long term. Trust that you can make it work. You, if you can hustle into these positions that really aren't built for us, as we keep being told, models are getting contracts only to be kicked off of them. Jamil Hill got on ESPN, a goal of hers, 
only to be suspended for two weeks for being black. If you can make it there, you can make it on your dreams too. Shogun. I mean, Jamel Hill has already done it. Yeah. So she ain't got a she ain't got nothing to prove. For She's real. been here before. Yeah. She's had to apologize many a times many and keep showing time. up on you hoes. And you know, that is a trend, especially around white men. Yeah. Unfortunately, I remember I took this black journalism class way back when. And like really Black journalists are the only ones that don't get to get a second chance usually. And mm. unfortunately, we tend to, when we do give them a second chance, it's usually for people that we didn't really like in the first place. I ain't going to say no names, but Amber sometimes sits beside him on Friday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, you know, we can't continue to let white people... We say this in the in the TED talk. We cannot let white people be the standard. Yes. Nor can we allow white people's uncontrollability make us overcompensate for people that we don't even really fuck with for real. Right. It's okay to let them go. It's okay to find new Kodak folks. Black isn't even that good of a rapper. No, Young Thug either. They like literally. There's a billion people Gucci who can replace created, them. Like eight other niggas. Like Lit, yeah, he birthed them, went to jail, came back, and kept it going. Now I know that Gucci Mane is also has an abusive past, but like clearly Gucci Mane, you can see it in his face. Doing he is his, on a healing. He's journey. on a healing journey. Clearly on a healing journey. Wrote a book about it. Yep. So Jasmine, tell them where they can find you online. I am at Jazz on Your Mind, J-A-Z-O-N-Y-A-M-I-N-E, on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. And I'm just Amber J. Phillips on Twitter, Instagram, and you can follow me on Facebook if you decide to do so. Also, again, make sure y'all hit that hashtag, Black Joy Mixtape, and feel free to shoot us a word, a comment, a shout-out um, via our Gmail at the Black Joy Mixtape at gmail.com. If you heard something that you love, took away something, got a little chuckle, please, by all means, hit us up at paypal.me backslash blackjoy. And if you donate $5 or more, I might have a treat for you. Might have a treat for you. And then make sure y'all play the fuck out of our TED Talk at bitbit.ly backslash Capital B L A C K Capital J O Y Capital T A L K. Goddamn. <laughs> Visit our just watch our fucking Man, TED talk. These heavy ass, syrupy ass tongues Man. that we got from the Midwest and the South just make this so hard sometimes. But we still thriving. Yes. Fuck y'all. Such a treat to kiss too. Um <laughs> so yeah, make sure you find us online. Shout out to our plug, Morgan Gibbons. Of Dispatches podcast, where there's a story in everything. I can't wait to tell y'all from the Oprah stage what what happened here. Yes. Amen. And Ashe, follow us. We love you so much. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz King of the South. And you just listened to the Black Joy mixtape. What it do?